Hi there, this is Joan Van Ark, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that Lee Purcell will join us at the top of the hour. We have to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we will close out this hour by playing part two of our conversation with Ed Asner. Ed Asner, eight-time Emmy Award-winning actor and an enduring presence in stage, film, and television for more than 60 years. Ed's new book, Son of a Junk Man, My Life from the West Bottoms of Kansas City to the Bright Lights of Hollywood, is a charming, funny, and often very poignant look his life and career from his colorful childhood as the son of a junk man in Kansas City to his spectacular acting career which spans the golden age of film and television and continues to this day. Son of a Junk Man, available in hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Ed can currently be seen as town boss James Staghorn Sr. on the USA Network series Briar Patch, you will soon be seeing on Grace and Frankie on Netflix. You can follow Ed Asner on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Let me ask you this. You've played a number of people who actually existed. You know, FDR, Huey Long, Norman Cousins. Is it harder to play a real person versus a fictitious person, or is your preparation the same regardless of what character you play? Well, the more, the more you know about the real person, the harder it is to play it, because uh, reality keeps looming in the background, and uh, you realize that you're not that real. Uh, that was difficult for me with FDR, because I didn't sound like him, I didn't look like him. But uh, I hope that quoting him and using his words were sufficient to carry the day. And at the time, I guess it worked well, you had, a, you had a nice run with that show. And at the end of the day, regardless of whether you look like him physically, if you create the perception in the minds of the audience that they are watching Franklin Delano Roosevelt, then you've done your job. Thank you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Ed Asner's book, Son of a Junk Man, is filled with great stories about... Uh, his growing up years in the West Bottoms of Kansas City, and how his father uh, was one of the, uh, and still is one of the inspirations of his life. It also has great stories about his siblings, his family, and his many, many roles in film, television, and the stage. Son of a Junk Man, available hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through Amazon.com. You can follow Ed on Twitter, the only Ed. Asner, let's see, we've been talking about social media. I understand that the Ed Asner Family Center is doing a promotion during the month of February. Uh, if people donate uh, to the Ed Asner Family Center, they'll be put in a drawing for one of your scripts that you worked on for the Mary Tyler Moore show. Is that still going on? I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. My son is running that racket. Well, it's, it's a very fine racket, if, yep. if, if I may say so myself. I know that... Uh, scripts are precious, let me tell you. Well, no, and it's even more meaningful for you because of, of your son. Yeah. He, uh, he has done a wonderful job in setting up the center. He and his wife, Nava, they've done a beautiful job. He has uh, an autistic son. Mm-hmm. I have another autistic son, and Nava has two 
high achievers who are regarded as on the spectrum. So we have a great deal of uh, realization and association with the handicap, which in some ways is a plus. Very much so, because it just means that they have a different way of achieving some of the things that you and I achieve. They're nature's children in certain ways. You can learn more about the Ed Asner uh, Family Center by going to edasnerfamilycenter.org. You can also follow them on Twitter and on Instagram. Did you write in your scripts uh, in, in general? Not necessarily for the Mary Tyler Moore Show, but any production you do. Do you write in your scripts or do you make notes that way or do you keep mental notes? Uh, you know, what works for you? It's mental notes. I, I don't write in the script. I mark, mark my character, of course. But I, I merely register the thought in my head. Well, I would imagine when you're playing God, you don't have to write notes because God knows everything. Well, like I do. <laughs> Ed will be bringing God Help Us to several venues across the United States over the next few months. For more information on that, God Help Us dot net. God Help Us, that was not the first time you played God. You played God once in an episode of Insight with Walter Matthau and... Oh, yeah. Walter, Walter Matthau and uh, Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett. And uh, I was very proud of that. I, I was in a shiny gabardine suit, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Shiny bowler hat. And I was really strutting my stuff. That was a good show, Insight. They got a lot of A-list actors, and it ran for many, many years. And every week, they told stories that spoke to the human condition. And uh, Father Elwood Kaiser was the host of that show, mm -hmm. and he should be marked down in the halls of God for doing God's work. Very much so. Let's see, I want to ask you about Up. Now, I love Up because, to me, it's Ed Asner, action hero. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially when I'm dueling. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of that movie, too. And nobody ever really talks about him because it houses as the chief villain in that movie, human villain, mm -hmm. Christopher Plummer is one of the finest actors that ever lived. Mm -hmm. And he is the chief villain in that movie. And, and uh, somebody should mention him more often. Well, we're going to mention him right Sir, now. Sir Christopher Plummer. Sir Christopher Plummer. If there were a way to make it Sir Ed Asner, we would make it Sir Ed Asner here in the United States. Ed Asner per aspera. <laughs> I know that with when you do voice work and animation, sometimes you're working in a booth by yourself. Sometimes you're working with your fellow actors. When you did Up for Pixar, did you were you working with fellow actors to bounce off of? No, no, I worked alone. And uh, one day, I, I guess we had a function or something, and we were at lunch, and we uh, hurried back. We were late for the session. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm talking about the producers as well as uh, me. Yeah. And uh, I tripped on a curb that was in the studio. Mm -hmm. It was lit and everything, but I didn't, uh, I was in such a hurry, I didn't notice it. I tripped and came crashing with my head uh, against the uh, steel-covered corner of the room. Ouch. And slid my head open and uh, was bleeding like a stuck pig. And um, 
decided they had to get over to St. Joe's Hospital across the street to um, get some stitches or whatever I could do. So I got about five or six stitches or to fix uh, to stop to stop the the wound. Yeah, to close the wound. And I did the day's work after that. So uh, it was an inspiration. And I, I would imagine if your father or one of your brothers were in your shoes, they would have done the same thing. They would have sucked it up and, and just continued doing the work regardless of uh, yeah. how many stitches are in your head. They would have done it. They would have done it. My mother, uh, during the war, would go down and uh, walk around and uh, try to be of some help to my father. And at one time, she was pushing a wheelbarrow. And the packing house was across the street, Armour's Packing House. Mm-hmm. And she stepped on a meat hook, and it went through her little Cuban shoes, came out the other side. Ouch. And uh, she was a tough broad, God love her. That's right. She's working the wheelbarrow wearing her pumps. Yeah. June Cleaver never did that. No, no, no. (laughs) Oh, nasty, nasty. Yeah. Oh, one thing I learned while reading Son of a Junk Man and talking about some of the other actors that you worked with, you were in the movie that Steve Einand yeah. did before he died. Yeah. He was a great actor. He was. He was a wonderful... He was a wonderful movie maker, too. Mm-hmm. I forget. He played a... I guess his character was a stuntman, more or less. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he was holding out at the studio, and I wanted him to go to work, and he wouldn't go to work. And uh, in the end, <laughs> he betrays me because I leave, I drive off and say it's over. <laughs> and uh, uh, he looks at me and then he turns around and walks into the gates of the studio. So I guess he went back to work. Yeah. <laughs> when you go back to work, whether it's for whether it's for Briar Patch, whether it's for Man on His Prostate, whether it's for God Help Us, whether it's for whatever you're working on, is it easy for you to commit your lines to memory? Do you do you work on the whole, or do you work on what you need to do on that particular day? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I commit to memory and. Uh I got to get down and learn my lines for uh, Grace and Frankie. I got to do that on Tuesday. Okay, well, there are many one-liners in Son of a Junk Man that I love. One of my favorite lines in the book, and it talks about memory. It talks about, you know, committing lines to memory as an actor, you know, as part of your prep. You write, when you surrender yourself to someone, that includes letting the brain flow to the words. And so, meaning, when you commit yourself to the character you're going to play, it becomes somewhat a second nature for you to file away what they're going to say in the script. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it that way. And I never thought of memory in terms of surrendering yourself to another person, another another thought, but that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, and it it gives you uh, great inroads into... uh, reinterpreting yourself it gives you inroads into reinterpreting yourself and if you read son of a junk man it gives you inroads into understanding how ed asner approaches any you know most any role that he plays and many of the roles that he talks about from the mary tyler moore show to briar patch 
to Grace and Frankie and everything in between. Son of a Junk Man by Ed Asner, available hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Ed Asner, it is always a joy to talk to you. I look forward to our next conversation. Ed Robertson, because of you, I'm going to change my name to Ed Morrison. <laughs> Ed, thank you so much. You have a great day. You too, babe. Thank right. you. Uh, a lovely, enchanting interview. It's all the conversation. It wasn't an interview. Well, thank you. That's that's what I try to do. That's what I I try to make this a conversation. You made it. Lee Purcell will join us when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Michelle Nichols. Adrienne Barbeau. Leonard Moffat. Joyce Bullison. Peter Onorati. Judy Norton. Robert Wagner. Robert Hook. Lee Purcell. Julie Bass. Rhonda Shear. Michelle Lee. Jacqueline Smith. Bill Antonio. Shirley Jones. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up, and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a confidant. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential Podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying... Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com slash advertise. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 
or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.